Hey, it's Jeff Woods. We wanted to ask you for a quick favor. We'd like to get to know you better, which is why we put together a quick quiz that literally takes less than a minute to complete. This will help us learn more about you so we can better serve you this year through our content and our ads. If you'd take one minute to pause this episode and go to theonething.com slash podcast quiz. That's the one thing with the number one in the URL.com slash podcast quiz. It'd mean the world to us. Thanks and enjoy this episode. This is the One Thing Podcast where we teach you the surprisingly simple truth behind extraordinary results. My name's Jeff Woods. I'm the vice president here at the One Thing team. One of the three commitments of living your one thing is the idea of moving from E to P, moving from being entrepreneurial to being purposeful. You act entrepreneurial when you rely on your natural abilities. For many of us, we are big action takers. Every single day, we work really hard. We run through walls. We try to accomplish results. And have you ever felt like you got to the point where you had so many balls that were up in the air that things just started slipping through the cracks? We've definitely experienced that in our business, and the woman you're going to meet today has been experiencing that as well. She is a military wife. Her husband's in the military, which requires them to constantly be moving. And the downside of this is that she also is a business owner. And every single time they move, she has to start her business up all over again. It's because she's been acting entrepreneurially. You move from acting entrepreneurially to acting purposeful when you identify models and systems so that your business can scale to a level without you. That's how you break through your ceiling of achievement. Yet how many of you struggle to identify the models, to build the correct systems, because it just seems so complicated? The woman you're going to meet today is a member of our Living Your One Thing community. She's been super engaged over the last year, and she reached out to us because she was really struggling in this. She knew that um, there's a good chance that they end up moving here again soon, and she just doesn't want to have to start all over again. And she asked if we could hop on the phone to get a little bit of guidance. You're going to hear that call, and you're going to hear the questions that we asked her. If you are in the position where you are struggling to get the right systems in place, if you're struggling just to get clarity on how you can actually find the time to slow down to get this done, pay close attention. Listen to the questions that we ask her. Ask them of yourself. And hopefully by the end of this, you'll have clarity on the one thing you can do such that by doing it, we'll allow you to quit complicating things and discover the easy way to build systems to scale your business. With that, let's get into this conversation with Jenny McCarty. Eating healthy is an investment. It's an investment in yourself, but it also often requires an investment of your time. But good news is Factor has delicious ready-to-eat meals that are ever fresh and never frozen. They're chef-created, dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. With Factor, you can choose from a weekly menu of up to 35 options, including popular things like Calorie Smart or Keto Direction or Protein Plus or Vegan and Veggie. Also discover 60 more add-ons every week like breakfast on the go, lunch, snacks, beverages to help you stay fueled, feel good all day. And we know our listeners here at The One Thing are focused on health and health goals. That's why we choose to partner with Factor. And if you visit factormeals.com slash 150 and use code 150, you can get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. Again, that's factormeals.com slash ONE50 and use code ONE50 to get 50% off your first month plus 20% off your next month. 
Okay, Jenny. So we've got limited time here together today. Out of everything we could possibly talk about, your amazing new child, how awesome you are, out of everything we could possibly be talking about, what's the one thing we should be talking about most? For me, I would say right now, the one thing that I need the most help with is just finding clarity around my my huge vision and how to bring it down to the now and what I need to do next to be on track. I feel paralyzed. I've I've had a lot of successes in the, um, the Living One Thing community in the last year. And I've got to a point where I've kind of reached that ceiling and I don't know which direction to go now. Okay. Well, share a little bit about your vision so we can break it down into tangible steps together. Okay. My big vision uh, is based on uh, helping military spouses. I'm a military spouse myself. And one of the challenges that we have is that we're constantly starting over uh, when we move. So on average, we probably move every three to five years. During that time, you know, we we have our own passions and our careers and our goals. But every time we move, we find ourselves starting over. It doesn't matter if you're a nurse or a teacher or an attorney. Every time we move, we have to get new credentials in our state. Sometimes we're even overqualified, but to meet those standards in each state, we still have to go through their processes. And so what happens is that after a couple moves, we tend to, we military spouses tend to, um, I don't want to say give up, but we we stop trying. We end up finding other things to do instead of following our our personal passions or really building a big business. And so my my vision has several um, areas to it that all play into the idea that as we move move each duty station, we can build on our existing business instead of starting over each time. That's an amazing vision. Where do you need help? So there's different aspects to to each of the sections to it. Uh, and what I've done, also being caught up in that rebuilding um, process, is that I've rebuilt my business two times from two different moves. I'm on my third, my third move, third rebuild. And uh, I haven't really got the systems in place to start growing and building out these other aspects to it. And so I'm stuck with, should I keep rebuilding, build my own systems and processes to do the have the growth? Or do I need to connect with somebody else who already has those systems and tap in and partner with them with our vision and grow it? What I'm hearing you say is the thing that's missing is if you had the models and the systems as you built this every time, things could continue to scale even though you keep moving. Is that correct? Correct. Okay, cool. So that's that's the opportunity. And there's two ways to acquire it. Build it yourself or partner with somebody who already has them and it's plug and play. Right. And with my um, current situation, I'm a, a mother with a three-year-old and a nine-month-old and I'm a wife and uh, I have my business up and running currently. The challenge that I have in determining which direction to go is when it comes down to uh, blocking my time and focusing on the most important thing, 
if it's building it, the most important thing is different than if it's finding finding that person. But while finding that person, I still need to be maintaining and building until we find that connection. And so that's the the balancing act that I'm paralyzed in right now with which side to focus more on. What value? Because if you're partnering with somebody, now you're talking about equity, right? Right. Okay. And all they're providing is a system. Correct. Is it impossible for you to come up with the system yourself? It's not. Okay. Then why would you consider partnering? For time. So I'm hearing it's the easy button. Yeah, I guess you would say that. Fast forward 10 years. Imagine that your business has the models, it has the systems, it has continued to scale beyond your wildest dreams in spite of you having to move every three to five years and you're making the kind of impact you want to be making for these military spouses. Did you partner or did you do it on your own? Well, I would say I I partnered in the sense that it's not something that can be done by myself. For me, the the greater vision is bigger than me. So it doesn't have to be me that does it. And so one of the things that led me to this point was I was actually given the opportunity to to partner with someone. And I ended up uh, foregoing it because I felt like their vision and my vision didn't align in the sense of military spouses and giving them the opportunity. Um, I didn't see the opportunity for that them within their organization. They only they only had the systems and tools. And so for me, I guess it's kind of twofold. In my head, I see myself partnered with somebody. Is it partnering with somebody already with the systems? But it could be partnered with somebody that helps me build the systems too, right? Yeah. So there's a big difference in terms of the value exchange there, right? One is the person is just bringing the systems to the table, which you already said you could create yourself. It's just easier if somebody brings it to the table. But easy, do you think easy is a, is a reason to give up equity? No. Okay, cool. Now, if somebody could bring it to the table and bring additional value that you wouldn't be able to have otherwise, could that be a reason for an exchange of equity? Yes. Yeah. The pie's going to have to get bigger in order for them to earn their share, right? Jay and I talk about this all the time. We would rather have a smaller piece of a much bigger pie than the whole of a itty-bitty little pie. We're willing to let our world get as big as it needs to be so talent can step in and have everything they want and be inside our world. Right. It seems so straightforward, but then at the same time, because it seems so straightforward, it seems like it's not the right thing. Say more about that. When when you look at it, and so and especially when you say, you know, the easy button, like that actually kind of pains my heart <laughs> because I don't I, I don't want to take the easy way out. So I guess like the path, maybe it's for me, it's just that it's it's not fast enough. Like I feel like mm-hmm. you know, I feel like us building it or putting the systems into place ourselves, which <sighs> I hate to say this now too, is <laughs> to be honest, isn't that difficult because we have the resources to do that um, in the sense of different, um, you know, classes or systems that are already provided to us or information <laughs> share. I did. I know. I know. You know what I'm saying. So yeah, just I I know enough about your business to know the models and the systems have already been documented. They're already laying there for you on a silver platter. 
with that being the case, Jenny, what's stopping you? What's the one thing that's currently stopping you from getting the systems in place? The one thing that's stopping me from getting the systems into place is focusing on getting the systems into place. You just made my head hurt. Say that again. <laughs> it's, it's, it's making that my priority to put the systems into place. So the, the thing that we've been focusing on, which is also important, is, is the business itself and keeping it going that document. So it's the documentation, the documentation of what we're doing that we need to focus on that. And that we're, we are, we have started this year, but it's not something that has been the forefront. One of the things that confuses me, I guess, or holds me back to, and this will be, a you know, connecting to other people who have already done this is that, uh, it's what we're doing is there's a model for it, but the way that it would progress out is not to model, if that makes sense. Meaning you, there's a model, like follow these guidelines, but it's going to be unique for your business. <laughs> yeah. When you put it that way, it sounds like that would be what it is for everybody's business. And I guess that's where I'm hung up is that I feel like it's different for some reason. And maybe it's not. Well, for the people who are listening to this, how many of you have had experiences that Jenny is having where in, her, in your mind, it's so complicated and then somebody just says it in a different way and you're like, oh, wait, we all do that. Okay, yeah, um, that's, that's true, Jenny. This is something that we've been going through with our business for the one thing, actually, that some people don't know, you know, with, with my executive assistant, Inez, for the last year we've been running so fast and the prior year to her being on board, it was just me. So I certainly wasn't slowing down to document systems. And we realized we had so many balls up in the air and they were starting to get dropped. The consequences of not slowing down and documenting our systems, building our models was showing up. And we, we had the aha moment that I think you're having right now, which is that lead domino really is to every single day, just 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 knock that domino down of documentation in some way, shape, or form. What would happen if every single day your team just knocked that lead domino down? I don't care if it's for five or 10 minutes. What would happen over a course of six months? We would probably have everything documented. How, how long would it take to get everything documented? Well, our um, our business runs in like 30 to 45 day cycles. So I would say if we documented everything for the next 45 days, that would be everything we do. Hmm. What ahas are you having? Uh, <laughs> I actually, um, I just that, spoke to someone this morning and they were like, they told me if you focus on this for the next 40 to 45 days, every, and not, not the document and systems, but they use those that exact same timeline with me and kind of just blew my mind <laughs> because I've literally been, you know, stewing over this since I would say last November because my my vision shifted from it, it's the same end result, but the path in this map that I have changed probably about November-ish. And so what is that? November? December, January, February, four months that I've been trying to figure this out. And uh, 
I'm looking at about 45 days tops. <laughs> yeah. To, to have it in place. Mm-hmm. So let's let's boil it down to an activity, right? Because we know that people don't decide their futures. They decide their habits and their habits decide their futures. So what is the habit that you can acquire such that by acquiring it would lead to you being the type of person who naturally builds structure and systems? So no matter what happens with moves, mm-hmm. you can just... It's like a tent. You just pack it up and you unpack it and set up and you're ready to go. Right. Would be the habit of, I would say, just what we were talking about, documenting it, taking, you know, time blocking. How much time? How much time can you do every day? Realistically, rain or shine, you will get it done. 30 minutes. Okay. You you realistically can control 30 minutes every day for this. For for this, yes. Okay. If you find yourself struggling to consistently get 30 minutes done, what will you do? Well, I would probably reevaluate what I can do. <laughs> Great. Uh, and I already in my head have thought of ways that I can make it happen. So okay. I'm I'm cool with you setting the bar at 30 minutes. And if you find yourself struggling to do 30 minutes, drop it to 15. Mm-hmm. And if you can't do 15, drop it to 10. And if you can't do 10, drop it to five. You, you, you've been in living your one thing long enough to understand the importance of momentum. It's more important that you get something done every day and feel like a winner rather than doing a whole bunch of stuff, struggling and feeling like you failed. Right. Right? Even if the bar set at 10 minutes, you do 30 minutes, you still feel like a winner. Mm-hmm. Can I share some of the things that we've learned? Yes, I would love that. The clarity is a big part of this, right? And you said at the beginning, I'm lacking clarity. I'm hearing you. I'm hearing a sense of clarity right now. Is that fair? Yes. Okay, cool. It's simply now a matter of (laughs) what am I doing today? Oh, do I have that documented yet? No. Okay, open up my document and document while I do it. One of the things that I do and that I have Inez doing behind the scenes is we have screen recording software on our computers. And when we do the tasks we would normally do, we just record it and dic- and dictate what we're doing. I then take that video and send it off to our virtual assistant team who then turns it into a process. I'm not even the one building the process. I've got a team of VAs who are doing that. I think I'll probably do a training on this for for the community because I think people need to see how this gets done. Yeah, and that would be awesome because I um I actually also have a screen recording system that I use to so I have been recording some of my trainings and things I do, but not all of the processes. Um, I hadn't thought about doing it all. That's one thing that I'm I'm going to increase, and then I also thought it, the same thing with the VA. I could even record, voice record what I want to say and then send it over. I don't have to take the time to type it up or write it out. I could do it when I'm driving. Many of our processes, what we do is because it's dictated, they then convert it into a YouTube video and that video is a part of the process. And they oftentimes put timestamps in there. So that, because it's something like our accounting process is a 45 minute long video. It's massive. And if you are reconciling the books and 
you don't know how to do one thing. I don't want that person to have to sit and watch a 45-minute video. I want them to know that they got stuck in the process at minute 37 and they can go straight there. Does this make sense? It does. It makes too much sense. (laughs) Well, surprisingly simple truth behind extraordinary results, right? Right. Simple. Now, here's the deal. Is the idea of the one thing that you do everything? No. No. Okay. So what's the 20% things that need to get documented that will cover 80% of your operations? If you you can't get it all done, what's the 20%? Let's start there. No, I'm now I'm not sure. <laughs> and and by the way, I wasn't expecting you to know the answer. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> there's your there's your homework. Okay. Right? Get clear on the 20%. It's just like turning a to-do list into a success list. What Inez has done is she just started, she created a sheet where every day she has it open and when she does something, she writes it down on the sheet. That way we've at least documented everything that she's doing, then we've actually put it in order of priority. We starred the stuff that really mattered. And then we asked the question, if she could only document one, which would she do first? And we're constantly reprioritizing and that's how we're, doc- that's how we're building operations for our business. Because mm. what happens if you find out you're getting deployed three weeks from now? Right. Well, March is when our assignments come out. So... Okay, so there's there's a very is is it possible that you end up having to move before you can document everything? No, I, we won't move if if we get orders. It, we would have about three to four months before we move. Cool. So I would have time to document All right. for sure. Well, at least you got that. Mm-hmm. What's the one thing that's most likely to stop you? Me. Say more. <laughs> um. Oh, just getting caught up in that whole, you know, it's harder than like, this is too simple. So that's what I get caught up in is that sometimes it just seems too easy that I look for the the hard way to do it. <laughs> not, not on purpose. So let me clarify that. I don't purposely look for the hard way to do it, but sometimes I'll look at something. So like this, this is so simple. So you know, in my mind, the constant battle is because I've I've realized this. It's something that I work to overcome. In my mind, I think, okay, you know, stay on track. Like this is it. But at the same time, I think, well, how am I going to look at this and complicate it? <laughs> you know, it's going to be me recording it and not liking my recording and starting over and recording something uh, or not recording something and going back and redoing it for the sake of recording it instead of waiting for the next time. You know, it's blah, 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 blah. Exactly. I'm, I get into a perfectionist type mode and I need to just do it. What can you remind yourself in those moments when you start trying to overcomplicate things? What can you remind yourself of so that you just get it done? This conversation, <laughs> remember, um, just I just trusting in the process, like knowing, you know, going now we're circling back, right? Like I have the systems and models and I just have to trust that if I do the right things, which at this point we've clarified, you know, what what that should be, that it'll come together. 45 days. I think I'm going to put 45 days up on my my computer. To remind myself that if I stick with this, it's 45 days. Yeah. 
in those moments, if you find yourself negotiating with your internal dialogue that's that's limiting you, imagine that we're on the, on on the call. Mm-hmm. What do you think I'd say to you? <laughs> and the other thing is, I mean, if I I know what it feels like to shoot a video and you go, oh, the audio quality wasn't good, or I could have said that better, and I've asked myself the question. Is recording this video the one thing that's going to make everything else easier or unnecessary? The answer to that is no. <laughs> <laughs> so convert to MP4, upload to YouTube, call it a day. <laughs> right, right. Right? There you go. Wow. I'm kind of shocked at like how clear it is and in, in half. <laughs> I don't want to say embarrassed, but it's like it seems so simple, like right in front of my face. Well, you know, it, you and you've realized this being and living your one thing. It's not like you weren't exposed to the 411 before in your life. Sometimes you just need another person that is going to ask some questions or present a different alternative or even just hold up a freaking mirror <laughs> for mm-hmm. you to go, ah, it's tough to read the label when you're inside the box. And that box is your life. So welcome to outside the box. <laughs> yes. Uh, how will I know when you're making progress? Well, I suppose I would need to let you know. Why, why don't you share it in the community? Okay. Every Friday? Every Friday. By five o'clock? I want you to say what the goal was. So are you doing this seven days a week or five days a week? Five days a week. Good. Good answer, mama. <laughs> right. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yep. So goal was to do five days of... You know, if it's 30 minutes, so 150 minutes, I did X number. Mm-hmm. Right? Until it's done. Got it. What do you think will happen when people see that you had a goal of X number of minutes and you fell short? So they won't see that. Ah, <laughs> there we go. I'll hit, I'll hit my number. Okay, cool. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for all your contributions over the last year in the community. It's been awesome to to see your growth. And, you know, in, in, you, I remember, right, the pictures of you in the hospital after you gave birth to your most recent child and you were posted in the community and sharing. And just, <laughs> I really appreciate your engagement. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Well, there you have it. My conversation with Jenny McCarty. <laughs> what I love about these conversations is, um, and, and, and we've experienced this too, we just overcomplicate things. And, and it's not like it's intentional, right? Just in your mind, it just seems so much more difficult. Yet, the reality is it doesn't have to be that way. I remember for the past year, uh, I'm standing in Jay's office right now and I'm looking at the whiteboard that he and I have spent so much time in front of together. And he just kept asking me, why is the business so complicated? It doesn't have to be that complicated. Simplify, simplify simplify. Where is your life appearing to be complicated when in reality it's simple? All you need is a system that documents it. And where in your life is your business really that complicated? And in those situations, how can you simplify it? The more simple it is, the easier it is to scale. We understand that for many of you who are very assertive who are drivers, it's tough to slow down and build the processes, build the systems. 
Hopefully this episode helped you understand that it actually doesn't necessarily take much more time. All it requires is a little bit of technology, which most of us have. And for you to just have the intention and the clarity to document you doing what you're doing, which could literally be you recording your screen or talking into your phone, just recording how you're doing it and leveraging it off to somebody else who can turn it into a process. If you'd like to see how we do this, this will be a training that we're going to put in our Living Your One Thing community. You can go to the onething.com slash membership. That's with the number one in the URL, or you can text the word accountability to the number 33444. Folks, we hope that this has brought value to you. If there's somebody that you know, I know you know somebody who struggles to slow down and actually build the processes, share this episode with them. It would mean the world to us. And if you're one of the people who your friend shared this with you, go ahead and click that subscribe button on your screen because every week we have two episodes that come out every Monday and Thursday. That way they'll automatically get downloaded to your device and you don't miss out on a thing. Thanks so much for investing your time in us and we look forward to being with you in the next episode.